Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. The question Republicans are asking around the country is, will the stupid party strike again? Will that be the legacy of this week in the news? Let's ask the Weekly Standard's Bill Crystal. Bill, thanks so much for your time. Good to be with you, Michael. So uh, I saw a great piece by Quinn Hillier saying, uh, in essence, the Tea Party doesn't want it. The Buchanan conservatives don't want it. The grassroots don't want it. National View doesn't want it. Even Bill Crystal at the Weekly Standard doesn't want it. Why are the Republicans pushing ahead with immigration? Um, well, we'll see if they really push ahead. They um, Some of them freaked out after the 2012 election and decided, based on bad advice from the consultant class here in Washington, that they had to pass immigration reform if they ever were going to have a chance to win a presidential election again, because that's all Hispanics care about. Uh, then big business decided to get involved, and they like a lot of cheap labor. One of the big things the immigration reform bill, at least the Senate bill does, and most of the outlines of the House bill, is increase by a large amount the the amount of legal uh, low wage low skill uh, immigration. A lot of big businesses like that. I don't think it's very good for working class Americans' wages. However, um, and then there's the the other. So there's the big business. There's the consultant class. Um, there's the kind of politically correct types who right. think that if you say maybe this is a bad bill, we just wait a year till we control the Senate or three years till we control the White House as well. Um, the Republicans would be better off moving something. So I guess it's a combination of what I regard as pretty bad instincts, uh, and Republicans are susceptible to sometimes acting on bad instincts. I gather at the House Republican conference over the last couple of days, there was a fair amount of resistance to the notion that they should move ahead at all on immigration reform this year. But do we know why the leadership would make the decision to even bring it up? It would be like in the middle of the you know of a wedding as finally you're going to marry off that kind of loser son you had to this beautiful daughter in a wealthy family, pointing out, you know, he's still got a criminal record. You don't know. I mean, come on. We got this great deal for 2014, Bill. Why is anybody using the I word in this conversation? Uh, but you, the world these guys move in, the world of K Street lobbyists, big business lobbyists, uh, professional political consultants, conventional wisdom type pundits, um, is a world where, hey, you got to do immigration. You know, the grassroots don't like it much, but they'll get over it. Don't worry about it. It's very important to jam through, at least to show goodwill by passing some things in the House. That's the stupidest thing, the idea that they pass right. small, limited measures that are enforcement first. Are they going to get any credit from the media or from liberals or for those Hispanics for whom this is a, a, a live-or-die issue? I don't think that's most of them, but there are some, obviously. They're not going to get any credit for that. Um, if they then go to conference, the grassroots will be in a total state thinking they're being betrayed, which they will be being. Right. Uh, you see Republican congressmen being quoted saying, uh, Greg Walden, the head of the Congressional Committee, uh, I think I pointed this out on the Weekly Standard blog yesterday, uh, quoted saying, well, we're going to wait to move it till after the primaries are over, basically <laughs> saying so to protect our guys from primary challenges. If he does that, they will be an uproar. I mean, if people think they voted for a Republican congressman who told them he was against certain parts of immigration reform that are, could be characterized as amnesty or as legalization or as uh, hurting uh, working-class Americans, and they just move with such legislation after the primary uh, you know, filing deadlines, there'll be independent candidates put up, exactly. and they'll get 15% of the vote, and they will destroy the Republican candidates in a bunch of districts. So, but this is what the, the world they move in is not the world of actually middle-class America, unfortunately, and you see that in this instance. Uh, this is what's interesting to me is uh, during the 2012 campaign, the uh, left did a great job of portraying uh, Mitt Romney and therefore the party he represented as the party of the kind of wealthy people who prosper when there's lots of cheap 
labor, you know, people competing at the bottom of the, uh, uh, the, the, the ladder to be their, you know, lawn landscapers or their construction guys or their employees. Now we have the same people on the left saying to those, you're absolutely right. You are going to prosper by shafting these low income workers. Let's shaft them together, says President Obama to, you know, uh, a big business Republicans. It's a weird coalition on this issue. It is, and the political imperative is just, look, I think it was a mistake for Republicans, some of the tone, especially of the, uh, of the rhetoric used against Bush and McCain's immigration proposals in 2006-2007 was foolish. I argued against it at the time. Mm-hmm. I was even somewhat more sympathetic to those proposals then than I am today, especially with a Republican president who wasn't going to waive all the laws, all the parts of the law that he didn't like, as Obama will do. So Republicans have made mistakes. It would be better to get 40% of the Hispanic vote than 27%, no question. If Romney had gotten the exact same percentage of the Hispanic vote that Bush got in 2000 or 2004, mm-hmm. he would have lost. I mean, people shouldn't kid themselves that this is the decisive swing vote. Um, in fact, you're much better off. I mean, I really do hope Hispanic Americans, Latino Americans move over. And I think they will do it politically as they get more assimilated to, to, to the society as a whole. Uh, I think there are many uh, issues on which they're quite conservative by nature and can be appealed to much more effectively. Um, maybe Republicans will pay a little price among that constituency in 2016 uh, for not moving aggressively on immigration reform. But it's a really small price, honestly. And compared to the what the damage it will do to the Republican Party this year moving ahead, I agree with you. It's like, you know, the wedding is going well. It's maybe not perfect, you know, but it's <laughs> leave, leave good enough alone and said, hey, let's just disrupt everything. The guy, you know, it's like uh, the wedding, you know, well, does anyone here know a reason why this, uh, you know, why this <laughs> wedding shouldn't go forward? Exactly. And the guy pops up. I, I think I can improve. I'd like to clarify a few <laughs> things, you know. I mean, it's really ridiculous. I, I think that's becoming more evident. It does show how deep a sort of simple-minded... I don't know if libertarian is not the right word, but sort of, uh, well, because it really isn't libertarianism at this point. I mean, there is a principled open border position, sure. but not very many people in politics have that. This is more of the susceptibility to a combination of big business, the political consultant class, and media pressure. But now let's flip to How the other side. susceptible parts of the party are to that. But I want to flip, I want to, flip to the other side. This is an opportunity as, you know, particularly people who earn $30,000, $40,000 or less a year see what life has really been like under President Obama. Their mobility has gotten worse, not better. Their job opportunities have gotten worse, not better. Their health care has gotten worse, not better. And now here's a president and a, and a party saying, let's bring in between one and three million people a year to legally compete against you, not to mention the illegal ones. This is a chance for Republicans to say we are the true Reagan, Democrat, blue collar, you work for a living. We are on your team party. And you're going to blow it on this? It's, it's worse than just an error. It's, it's the opportunity cost that we are right. blowing. And, and you're doing it at a moment where, in fact, Republicans finally elected officials are beginning to pick up on some of the pretty good <clears throat> conservative reform ideas that are targeted at working class and middle class Americans. And I, senators like Mike Lee and others have begun to really try to think about how, you know, what the right things to do in right. some of these areas, how to reform public policy in a, in, a, in a healthy way. So, again, I don't think Republicans should go around bashing immigrants. I don't think Republicans need to really talk about the thing that much at all. They just need to say it's not an urgency. There's no urgency. There's no crisis. Speaker Boehner said this problem has been going on for 15 years. We need to deal with it. It's the opposite. <laughs> if it's been going on for 15 years, you certainly don't exactly. need to deal with it this year as opposed to next year. If it's so urgent, why didn't President Obama do something when the Democrats controlled both houses of Congress in 2009-10? Because it was politically unwise. Why did he do something when Democrats controlled the Senate in 2011-2012? Because he didn't want to raise it. He didn't mention exactly. it in his Democratic Convention speech in 2012. 
He knew that it was politically problematic. Now he's decided, the Democrats have decided, the media have decided, it has to happen this year. And some Republicans are sort of, uh, you know, following along in a docile in a docile way. Oh, okay, well, I guess if it has to happen this year, we have to put out our principles. I think it's, I think it's ridiculous, and I, I think there will be enough of a reaction against leadership that it's not going to happen. You know, at this point, I would bring up the Super Bowl, but given that you're in D.C. and the Redskins will never be in a Super Bowl in my lifetime, uh, I just think it's mean-spirited to do so. Who are you rooting for? Who are you rooting for? I am. Uh, I, I've I've no dog in this fight, but I think what's going to happen is that defense will beat offense, and that the Seattle Seahawks will win, and it won't be that. Well, close. that cheers me up. So I'm rooting for Peyton Manning, and of course, <laughs> you told me that there was no chance that. Uh, he would defeat Brady well, and the, the Patriots. So, no, so, I so I feel so I feel good. I feel okay. good about Peyton's here's, chances. On Sunday, here's what yeah. happened: the pod people came and replaced the New England Patriots team that had been playing all year with this <clears> other <throat> team that we never saw before. We somewhere the real Patriots are being held hostage in a basement, and we're going to have to find them and release them because that wasn't the Patriots. But anyway, it's going to be uh, Super Bowl Sunday, something we can all uh, rally around. And I hope the Republicans get a little clear-eyed and rally around the right stuff as well. Bill Crystal, thanks so much for your time. My pleasure, Michael.